Well, you may have thought that you'd get away with me not saying anything today, but <laughs> I'm going to just share uh, for about five minutes here, and then we'll uh, sing a worship song or two to close. Um, but I read an interesting quote just this morning. It's by a theologian by the name of Stanley Hauerwas. And he said, The biggest threat to Christianity is not atheism. Rather, it's sentimentality. It's not atheism, it's sentimentality. And I think what he meant by that is that if we as believers especially, but if we as people in general, if we allow uh, the good feelings of something like Christmas or of Easter or of other holidays, if we allow these things to become the, the source of our joy, then we'll stop looking for Christ to be the source of our joy. If we just have, you know... If Christmas is just having the Christmas tree lit and, you know, smelling the, the gingerbread cooking or baking and, and, you know, having the family gather around the fire to open presents and things like that, which are all really good things. But if, if we allow it to, those things can replace what Christmas is really about. It can, it can replace Jesus Christ. We can do that with church as well. We can come to church because it gives us this really good feeling but we'll actually forget about who Jesus Christ is. Makes me think of uh, something that just happened yesterday. We were, for some reason, out on the busiest shopping day of the year, I think besides Black Friday, with three kids at Costco. Um, <laughs> and we're trying to make our way through the store. And at one point, uh, they have these double carts, and our girls were both sitting in the carts, and, and they started pushing one another back and forth, and, and I am literally holding their coat sleeves apart as I'm pushing the cart so they can't push each other anymore. And this, this man ca- came up to us and, and just started talking about how he has uh, a family, or he has a daughter who has children who are about the age of our children, and, and how excited he was for his third child or grandchild to be born. And we had just this nice little brief conversation, and then we went on our way like you usually do when you talk to someone in the store. And uh, we got to the end, and we decided to eat lunch there at Costco. So we were sitting down there, and, and this gentleman who we had talked to came through the line. And uh, after he got his groceries, he wheeled his cart over to me, pulled out his wallet, pulled out a $20 bill, and handed it to me. And he said, my kids aren't going to be here for Christmas this year. I want to buy you lunch. And I didn't know what to say. You know, it's so nice. Uh, so I just kind of said, wow, thank you so much. And then he left. And as he was walking away, I, I was torn on what should I do. I wanted to get up and maybe invite him to our house on Christmas Eve. Or, you know, I wanted to, to make some kind of connection with him, some, encourage him in some way, because it, it's obvious he was really missing his children. But I think more than anything, what I wanted to do is tell him that there is a source of joy which cannot be taken from you. He was sad because the the sentimental feeling that he gets at Christmas wouldn't be there this year because his kids would be gone. But, but, Jesus tells us that the joy he gives us will never leave us. Even when our kids are gone, even if we don't have much money to give presents, no matter what, he'll be with us. This is John 16, 22. Jesus says to his disciples, So also you have sorrow now. 
He just told him he's going to die or hinted it very strongly. But I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you. See, the beauty of our relationship with Jesus Christ is that as long as he's alive, our joy is alive. And that cannot be taken from us unless Jesus can die again, which the Bible is very clear he can't. He's God. He's, he's not going to die again. As long as he is alive, our joy is alive. And so no matter what is going on, I'm not saying it's, it's easy to not have your kids there at Christmas or, or we should be just pretending like everything's okay when everything's not. But our circumstances, just like our hope, just like our peace, our circumstances do not change our joy. Because our joy is found and rooted completely and only in him. And so this Christmas, if plans don't, if everything doesn't go according to plan, if you have, if you're feeling down, or even if everything's going great, just remember that our circumstances change, but Jesus Christ does not. And while your sentiments can be taken from you, he never will. Amen? Amen. Let's pray and then we'll close with worship. Heavenly Father, you are our chief source of joy. May we never forget that, Lord, as we look forward to Christmas and as we look forward to your coming again one day, Lord. May we always be thinking with joy upon what is going to happen on that day. On what started back on that very first Christmas when Jesus was born. It started the wheels in motion of the most joyous event that we will ever experience, which is going to be in your presence, sitting at the feast with you, which will beat out all other Christmas feasts. And Lord, when we're going through really difficult times, may we remember what it is you have done and what it is you are going to do, and may that restore to us our joy. Maybe not all at once, maybe not right away, but Lord, you are with us always. And that can get us through difficult times with rejoicing. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name.